It looks like we're going to get a reversal. Oh, no. We've got vomit. <laughs> hey. This is... Who the hell are you people? Quitters never give up. Go ahead. And uh, from what I understand, quitters never give up. Fucking amazing. But quitters never never give up? Right, right, right. Well, yeah. Hell yeah. Quitters never that's it. Quitters never give up. Because I said quitters never give up, and he said, that's all they do. There better be a jetpack. Somebody better be talking about a jetpack. Hola, party people. It is Quitters Never Give Up, episode 92. Quitters Never Give Up, the podcast about the thing. A part of the Jankytown Podcast Network. Oh, we must say hello to all the quitters. Let's start off with Lindsay. Hello. And listener Edwin. Hello. And Jennifer Sunshine. How's it going, everybody? Good. Happy New Year. All right. Shall we do the flashback with no introduction? Yes. Okay. So I worked out a bit of a theme. So I'll play the theme first. All right. Here we go. Hello and welcome to a very special flashback. Because I'm going to introduce you now to who needs no introduction. And now, flashback. Let's have a look at this. Just play the intro. Jesus. Love it. Too loud. Oh, no, man. it was a tornado of clips. <laughs> Did it I was. hear Bender in there? Yes, Bender was nice. in there. Nice. Okay, I'm in then. Totally. <laughs> and there's there's a SpongeBob in there too. Oh, how did I not get nice? That? Yeah. I, I manipulated it a little bit. Ralph, you're uh, you're complaining now? You're finally putting your foot down? You're bucking it? You're saying I, no more? This enough. is it? I've had an ass full, and I think everyone has, especially the listeners. You guys just have to stop with the lame-ass animal. I need to talk to the zombie fire ant. See, you don't. This is bull****. <laughs> is it? It is. It's a real story out of I Texas. Know it. I know it is, but us doing the bit where you guys call and then an animal answers, right. and I do a silly animal voice for Always some stupid funny. story. Not funny. It hasn't been funny in years. What about the twittering cat? No one cares. What about the chimps? Not a, not a cat that's twittering, by the way. There's no cat that's twittering. What about the pimp chimp? What's the pimp chimp? I don't know chimp? the pimp chimp story. Yeah, tell me one. that one. They trade sex for meat, apparently. <laughs> well, who doesn't? <laughs> but, Ralph, I don't understand why this is any different than when you did the African bee porn. It isn't any different. That's the problem. That's, that's my point, is it's not any different. Give Enough. Me. We've done it. We've done it well, I think, several times. Most of the times we haven't done it well, and I think now we move on. We I grow don't... up. We look for a new type of bit to do on the Kevin. <laughs> do you remember the drug-sniffing wasp? I do remember that, oh, yes. I do remember funny. the drug-sniffing wasp. But How about what we called the? And you were the fat panda? I do remember fat panda, and that I think maybe awesome. we may have peaked with fat panda. I think our best days with the animal voices are behind us, fellas. Oh, That's what I'm saying. Do you remember the Russian insomniac bear? <laughs> no, I don't happen to remember that one. Very sleepy, I'm that sure bear. sure it was bad. I guarantee you. I guarantee you he was a cranky bear who couldn't get to sleep. <laughs> Come on, Russian accent. All right, listen. Just, just one more. No, Come on. I think we're done. Right, That's listen, my point is I think we're done. I put them, I put some on the wheel. Okay, so we'll just we'll spin the wheel. The wheel's never good. It is good. No, and then it usually comes up Anthony Kiedis. So we've, got, <laughs> so we've got socks the twittering cat. That's one of them. We've got the uh, pimp chimp. 
That's another one. Uh-huh. We have the zombie fire ants. Okay. Right. And oddly enough, we do have Anthony Keaton. Of course. We always do. That's always on the wheel. All right. So we're going to spin it, and then you'll run in the other room, and we'll do this. It'll be fresh as, as yesterday's headlines. <laughs> yes, it will. <laughs> as fresh as yesterday's cheese. All right. You ready? Well, but we're going to, but this will be it, right? This will be the farewell. No, this will be this one of the This will be it. This is yeah. the farewell. This is it. This yeah. is it. When this we is say it. this, this is, is it. it. Right. This is the farewell. Okay. The wheel of bad animal voices. I'm excited. How dare you, bad? Come on. Socks the Twittering Cat. Yeah. Oh, that's who we're going to talk to yes. here? This is the cat. This is Sockington with his Twitter account who has, what does he have, a half a million people following him or something like yes, that already? Yes, he does. I, I believe producer Alex is lined up <laughs> Socks on the phone right now on the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, kitty kitty. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> See? Already funny, Ralph. How can you be complaining? Meow. So, Socks, you Twitter? Yeah, 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 I Twitter. <laughs> Talking to Kevin and Bean right now right. on their radio show. Now, or you're Twittering right send, this second. Send. Right. Yeah, that's what that's doing, Lisa. I'm pretending to Twitter and now, saying okay. it out loud. Now, Socks, apparently you also... I don't need help on this, by the way. It's bad enough as it is. You, you usually <laughs> Twitter about food. I love tender vittles. Your friend Penny... Meow. Your friend Penny Cat... What? And playing with a, a toy named Baron Von Shaky Mouse. <laughs> I'm, not, make, I'm, not, I'm not making that up. That's that part is, of the story. That is up. <laughs> you, uh, you and your owner live out there in Massachusetts. You have over a half a million followers on the Twitter. Uh, it sounds like it's a lot of fun for you, Socks. My owner is a lonely woman. <laughs> 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 Why, why do you suppose so many people are interested in what a cat has to Twitter about? What's, what's happening here? What's going on? It's fucking dead. Are you committing suicide? What are you doing? Baron Von Shaky Mouth. <laughs> I don't think that's... Oh, I don't think we can say that. Oh, we, didn't... Oh, we didn't mean to interrupt. I'm sorry if this is a bad time, Socks. Dead? I'm a... I'm a... No. <laughs> Always funny. We should write into Ralph and just keep sending him animal stories, see if he'll start doing it again. <laughs> I think he'll just end the Ralph report. I think that if we kept doing that. He would end um, us, yeah. yeah. But I looked up Sockington and he just passed away in November. Oh. I thought oh, he died in that clip. Sad. Uh, well, yeah, there's that. But <laughs> sad bassoon. <laughs> How many I'm followers did he have? When he died, do you know? Um, I don't know. The page is still up, or the account's still up on um, Twitter. Of course it is. <laughs> he didn't leave because of Elon Musk? No, evidently everyone else did. <laughs> um, alrighty. And now, a moment with Ralph. All that for evil to succeed, all that needs to be done is meant for good nothing. <laughs> Right. Well, you know what I'm saying? That, that is was true. A moment with hard to argue. It's an age-old saying. That is hard to argue Look, with. Just because I know the classics and you don't, don't mock me. <laughs> sure. Right. Yeah. And I really enjoyed uh, Geometric Bananas on yeah. Twitter posting a bunch of those clips. It's really kind of funny. So. <laughs> no one on the show can get that saying right. Remember Kevin flubbed it too? Yep. <laughs> can you get it right, Edwin? Oh, my I God. I knew you were going to say that. It's all that it takes for evil to succeed is for good men to do nothing. 
Nice. That's like 90% of it. Well done. Put one word wrong. (laughs) All right. Next one. So Bean is not a workaholic. Uh, Is that a safe assumption? He doesn't exactly. If it's 10.01, he's ready to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He does not like doing our show. Right. I'll give you that much. Okay. Well, now, hold on a second. He doesn't like working with us. I spend a tremendous amount of my day working here preparing for the show. That's right. Sound together and reading yeah. things, being prepared. Kevin too. Kevin's busy all the too. time, working all the time at work, home. Yeah, can't work, get him work, off work. the email. That's for sure. He works all the time. So Bean goes to Finland on vacation because he's always wanted to go. And by the way, Ralph, you didn't hear this part. He tortured us with it all last year before he was denied his visa or whatever. <laughs> his, uh, his passport, passport. is not valid any longer. He tortured us for six months, and he tortured us for three months this year. I know. Wasn't as good as he thought. Shut That's what he said. Up. That's what he said. What, what I said uh. was, I, I think I liked. I think Norway was a more beautiful country, is what I said. Because Finland is very flat. It doesn't have the fjords and the mountains that you expect in Scandinavia. I was surprised by how flat it was, but I had a great time. The people were great. I saw a lot of cool stuff, and and I'm glad I went. Contacted a radio station while in Finland. Well, here's the thing. Bean will do that wherever he goes. Yeah, he loves anywhere. radio stations anywhere Ex- except for this one doesn't that he's like on. Us. Doesn't right. like us or this station. Doesn't like this station or the people he works with, but loves <laughs> other radio stations and loves other radio people. Yes, any will go other. out of his way to spend time with people in radio. Format, music, none of it matters. We'll eat with them, lunch, dinner, hang out, yeah. play pool, uh, sculpt together, dance class. <laughs> we'll do anything with other radio people. Can't be bothered to talk to us. That's correct. For a I moment. Gotta get a, I gotta get on KFI. There's gotta be a way I can get off this station. But yeah. loves other radio people to, I think, his detriment, to a fault. Listen, we do those MTV like roundtable things where there are 80 radio stations all sitting in a little area at tables and stuff like that, and we constantly were having to find Bean when a guest would come up because he'd be sitting down with one of the other stations talking about radio. He's like a kid uh, in a candy store. Yeah, tell me about the, your microphone. How does it work? How many AM stations are there in Columbus, New Mexico? Where are you ranked? He's endlessly fascinated. <laughs> so I had the opportunity to be on NRG Radio, NRG Radio in Helsinki, Finland, while I was there. And I got a chance to hook up with the morning show there, which was, uh, I think it was Mishka and he Evelyn, thinks. I think was the name of the show. Uh, Mishka and Evelyn do good work. I mm. think that was the show that was on. And uh, they says to me, they says, hey, you're out there in Los Angeles. Uh, you work at this powerful radio station and you get a chance to interview all the celebrities. Would you mind coming on and we can interview you and talk to you about some of the stuff that you do out there in Hollywood? Because they're fascinated. You know, all around the world, you know, that's our biggest export is, is entertainment from the United States. So all around the world, they want to know about Lindsay Lohan and Paris Hilton and Britney Spears and Michael and, Jackson. And you and you know none of those people. Who's got his way. finger on the pulse of those people more than Bean? <laughs> so, this, this, is order, this is talking to Corey Feldman after Michael died and Larry King for an hour. But I think if you're in Finland, somebody who has spent a lot of time living and working in Los Angeles, right. you feel like they have some stories. There's some stuff that they can tell that will be of interest to the average Finn. That's I think that your, was that's their initial impression, right? Which turned out, I'm sure, to be wrong. And when they found out you live and work in a small <laughs> island in the Pacific Northwest, how did they feel about interviewing you about Los Angeles? They said, "Let's do it anyway." So they went. So they so they they asked me to come on and say, "Hey, we got some questions about some of the celebrities. We want to find out who you've had the opportunity to." 
meet and who you like and who's fun and what kind of cool stuff have you seen and stuff like that. And I think, you know, I'm a gracious host in their country sure. and in their station that, you know, I'll give them, you, you know, mean, give them some time. You mean how do I say no to that? You said you're a host. Yes, right. I'm a guest. Yeah, right. Okay. So how do I say no to that? So I say, yeah, no problem. So they, they take me into the studio. Okay, and I hold sit on down. one second. Do you mind if I just stop the story just for a second? Because <laughs> I'd like to translate. Okay. Being forced his way onto this radio hey, station. Hey, let me do some radio with you guys. Wouldn't that be fun? I know celebrities. I, 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 I can tell you all about Lindsay Lohan. I'm <laughs> sure. close friends. I've talked to you about all. What studio can I be in? <laughs> okay, now back to you. They invited me sure, yeah. in as a guest. Uh-huh. So invited you at gunpoint. I get into the room with Mishko and Evelyn, and I sit down. And I put on my headset, and uh, the song ends. And they they come on. and They go, "Hey, we have uh, we have Bean here from the Kevin and Bean Show, and uh, welcome to the show." And I say, "Good morning." And they say, "So tell us about Confess Your Crime." No, oh! they did not. Awesome. They've done their research. Oh my gosh. For for. People That's who have only been listening I've to the Kevin heard. and Bean show for a short time, it means nothing to you. This was a bit that we got unfairly labeled with 20 years ago that Mark and Brian did. Remember when uh, Jim Ladd killed that guy <laughs> and then Mark and Brian did the big cover? And and somehow, in, because the internet is confusing, somehow people thought we were involved in that. This is the first and only thing that they cared about. And wanted to talk to me about it in excruciating detail. That's I was hilarious. the bitch set me up. <laughs> That's awesome. So your, your history as a prankster and hoaxer preceded you, I guess. Is that unbelievable? That Can you imagine? Is the best thing I've ever heard. Can you imagine what was going through my head when that was their question out of the gate? Was late, tell me about confess your crime. Late nineteen ninety, maybe early nineteen ninety one. Ninety. This was before I joined you. Nineteen ninety, and everyone told beginning. me about it. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys faked somebody's death and got a lot of trouble. We wanted to name the the rule after us in the FCC law book, but they wouldn't. No, and they, they had all the details. They wanted to talk about the police <laughs> investigation. And tell me about the community service. You know, they had all those questions. And did you tell just, them what I, we did? I was just, of course, yeah. So I was, I was just sitting there, and, and I was just thinking, man, this is what it must be like to be OJ. Doesn't matter what good stuff you do in your life, all they talk about is how you killed that check. I mean, this is exactly what it's like. You make one mistake in your life, and it follows you for the rest of your life. And by wow. you make one mistake, you mean Mark and Brian? Mark and Brian made that mistake, yeah. right? So anyway, so I told them the story, and then you know my ass was pretty sore as a result of that interview. But then they let me stick around and play some records and have some fun. So That's it was okay what I'm after that. About. You did but the midday I shift, I heard. <laughs> I stayed on for a little while, but there's yeah. no tape. I mean, that's the. I know you guys oh, were bugging contraire, me. Mon frere. <laughs> no, they told me that they don't run air checks on yeah, that station. Please. I mean, I would have loved to have gotten a tape, but there wasn't. Like, there's wondered. a chance Bean could work on a station in Finland and not have them recorded in real time on a CD in his car. They told yeah. me that there was oh, no tape, and I, I have to believe. I know I didn't walk out with one, and I'm sure that you don't have one either because they didn't make it. Is well, what I'm because telling it's you. Finland, it turns out they had to lay it down on vinyl. Yeah, but uh, they don't have tape or CD technology there. They have to do it on one of those eight w- tracks, those wax cylinders that Edison <laughs> used to use to record music. But we got our hands on it because of the internet. We were able to pull. No, you did a little uh, an air clips? check, some clips of the air check. You do not have tape of me the on the station in Helsinki. Of your midday shit. Come on, when you were spinning when you were throwing flames. Is as... energy? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Electronica. Oh. Yeah. So that's what Talk. they play, man. You imagine being. Oh, yeah, he was he was the man. All right. Look, so, since you'll never hear it, I can tell you that I threw down. Well, we have some clips, and I'd, I'd like to play the first one for you now. This is this is B now on NRG in Helsinki, Finland. Energy Radion sinulle tarjoaa meriteollisuus. Everybody, sing the play. Let's go. You 
You're listening to me, Pete Baxter, on NRJ Radio Finland. For 40 minutes non-stop NRJ music coming up, including Michael Rainio, Ilpo Vasainen, and Konsta Mikonen. And, and when Konsta sings, I, 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 I constantly want to keep listening. <laughs> Okay. Even in Finland, he can't resist the wow. bad puns. You weren't supposed to doubt when that. A Come on. comes into his head, he is powerless against it. He's How useless. All right, here's another clip. That was Levi and the Leavings, featuring Gostak Sundqvist. And, and, and I wonder if you makes me that Sundqvist orange soda. <laughs> and, and, oh, speaking of soda, I wish I had some cherry vanilla Coke. Why, why don't they make that anymore? Why doesn't Finland have more 7-Elevens? Coming up next, the new rap from Buzz Aldrin. I tell a story about my time on the moon now. The sky was black even though the sun... By the way, that black. that song exists. <laughs> it does. Oh, wait a minute. I Buzz, didn't hear that. You didn't? Buzz Aldrin I, raps a song. He has a rap about being yeah. on the moon now, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. And the answer Bean is no. broke the news in Finland. All right, so that's two clips. I wonder what kind of music they're going to be playing in our third clip. Eat music only. This, this, this is Bean Baxter on NRJ, Radio Finland. If, if, if we were in the United States of America and, and I did something wrong, but, but it wasn't international, it was just domestic, then, 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 then the, the law enforcement agency that would handle that would be the FBI. The FBI? <laughs> That never gets old. <laughs> wow. He's torturing them in another country Maybe with that? Maybe can export bean. <laughs> wow. What the hell was that? You guys remember that? No. Yeah, vaguely. Oh, by the way, Bean got his wish. He was on KFI just like yeah. last week. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and uh, the confess your crime thing. I, I think we should start that out if we ever get to... That's why we should start the interview if we get to interview Bean. Oh, my God. So tell us about yeah. it. <laughs> That'll go well. Yeah, he'll just remove himself. <laughs> he'll end himself. I like yes. it. <laughs> all right, that's all I got. Uh, that techno stuff that they were playing reminded me of that Get the Fuck Out of Bed bitch song. From Mark Rebillet, Rebillet, Rebillet. I don't know what his name is. And your new. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply morning alarm.
but uh, let's do the messages. Uh, we have a message from Steve. Hello, quitters. This is Steve from Morgan. I'd like to bring back a movie quote that once said on Kevin B. Bakes, March 11, 2008. What are you going to do? Spoon me to death? What are you going to do? Spoon me to death? Yeah. You guys remember that one? Oh, yeah. That was, no. that was hilarious. That was, a, I guess, the first, before they call it the Mandela effect, I guess that was a, uh, yeah, their first big encounter with the Mandela effect where they thought they thought there was a line from a movie that said, what are you going to do? Spoon me to death? Well, somebody had written in to Ralph and they, I don't know, these random people, and they thought they couldn't figure out where this quote came from. So they wrote into Ralph to get the listeners to do it. It just snowballed. It was hysterical. Yeah, it was a listener named Stephanie. If you go back to the, uh, like the caller said, like Steve said, March 11th show in 2008, you'll, you'll hear Stephanie. And it it continued for a few days where everybody kept saying it was the mystery men. It was a Jack Nicholson quote. It was uh, from me. Friends. Parents, friends. Yeah. And uh, the, the clip I have is uh, is them saying, uh, stop calling us. When you call, you get to talk about anything you want to talk about. You just have to be interesting, and then we'll sure. give you a prize. Could they call about? Nope. Not really? anything. Not that. Nope. No, anything but that. Nope. Are we even allowed to say the S word anymore, or is spoon off limits, Ralph, thanks Mother to the last 24 hours spoon. you've spent? <laughs> Although you're the one that started it. I'm not the one who started it. Stephanie, listener Stephanie, who sent us an email, started But it. you could have rejected it for our show. Instead, you brought it onto the air well, and you brought it on to yourself. I was trying to do a solid for a listener and see what that got me. Yeah. Yes, don't do it again. Bite in the ass. Right, what got the, me. What's the, the actual phrase that we were looking for for 24 hours now? S- listener Steph sent us an email, said, Since Thanksgiving, she and her family and her friends have been going crazy trying to figure out the movie that contains the line, What are you going to do? Spoon me to death? And we started looking. And we and... said, that does sound familiar. Yeah, I wonder what movie that is from. They can't find it. I bet we can find it. So we tried finding it for a couple hours in the office. Couldn't find it. So we said, we'll open it up to the K-Rock listeners. They're, they for sure will know what it is. They know everything. They know everything. Somebody in our listening audience knows everything. That's true. And we got 4,000 responses of people saying, I'm pretty sure it was Shanghai Noon. No, I'm pretty sure it was The Truman Show. And I'm pretty sure it was Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I'm pretty sure it was the whole nine yards. I'm pretty sure it was mystery men. Doesn't it sound like something Jack Nicholson might say? F you! Yeah, here are a few Afro calls that we got. I'm just calling to tell you that the spoon you to death quote, I believe, is actually from the film Mystery Men. It was made by Curly Sue. That's the movie. Remember Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? with a spoon, cousin. Oh, my God. I heard that on the Aladdin cartoon animated series back in the early 90s. What are you going to do? Spoon me to death comes from American Pie Presents Band Camp. Anger at management with Jack Nicholson. I believe the movie that you're looking for is The Ref with Kevin Spacey. Hey guys, it, it is Boondock Saints. If you go to the DVD, Chapter 7, it's from The Truman Show. Still in Harvard, dumbass. The movie is Stripes with Bill Murray. Ralph, your, your answer is it's a true lies when Arnold says the terrorist. What are you going to do? Are you going to spoon me to death? So it's actually from Rocky when uh, he's about to fight Apollo Creed. Yeah. Ernest goes to jail. That line wasn't from those movies. It was from Kindergarten Cop with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Cucamonga Heath. 100% sure. sure. Long time. All right, all right, all right. I got it. What are you going to do? Spoon me to death? Definitely. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Ah! 
Now, from 10.01 so, until wow. this morning, Ralph, what were you doing? Doing nothing but watching bad movies, looking for that line. The most uh, nominated film for the answer? By far was Mystery Men. Okay. So we did a little research. We got Mystery Men on DVD. We watched it. And there's only one mention of Spoon in that movie. And this is it. So your shovel in his face is my face. Okay? You threw a spoon at the guy, Jeff. Yeah, what was up with that? Embarrassed about that. I, I thought it was a fork. You're the master of cutlery. You can't throw a knife sometimes. No, I can't. Oh, you, oh, you can't uh, use a rake sometimes. No, I'm the shovel. Well, I'm the blue rajah. I'm not stab man. I'm not knifey boy. I'm the blue rajah. That's it's right. Not the same no. as what we were. A spoon for. mention does not the line make. I don't know so what that means, but okay. what's your what's your comment for people who got so irritated at us for not just saying it was Mystery Man and moving on? I'm still getting that email. No, yeah. You're an idiot. It's obviously Mystery Man. Okay, Ralph watched the whole movie yesterday. That was the spoon clip from the movie. Right. That was it. Not not the one we're looking for. So I popped in the whole nine yards. Funny movie. Funny movie. So doesn't this sound something Matthew Perry would say? Sure it does. Yep. Not in that movie. Yeah. Got a woman who yesterday called saying, I worked on the film. It's absolutely in that film. Not in that <laughs> film, lady. <laughs> so I'm thinking, well, maybe she's mistaken. Maybe it's the sequel, the whole 10 yards. Pop that in. Sat through that yesterday. Not in there. <sighs> Quality was as good, though, right? So then I got an email saying, you people are barking up the wrong tree. It is Matthew Perry, but not in any of his future films. It's from oh. Friends, the TV series that Friends. It. The second season, the one they showed after the Super Bowl, when Joey's got a stalker and he picks up a spoon to protect himself, and Chandler says, oh. what are you going to do, spoon her to death? Okay. And I said, well, that makes perfect sense. So I got myself the second season of Friends. <laughs> Sat through a couple episodes of that. Turns out Joey picks up a frying pan, doesn't pick up a spoon not at all. Not a spoon at all. that episode. So it's not in so, Friends. Not in Friends. So people lied about that as well. Not, not in any of the movies. Not in Cabin Fever. No. Turns out in Boondock Saints, the uh, guy's got a six-shooter to kill nine guys. And we go, what do we do with the other three? Laugh them to death? Not a spoon. Yeah, not a spoon at all. Spoon. Toy Story. What he says to uh, to um, who's the uh, space dude? Uh, Buzz, Buzz Lightyear. Light mm -hmm. He's got. I'll hit it with my lasers, and he's got a blink of light in his chest. Goes, what are you gonna do? Blink him to death? Yeah, not that's a spoon. it. Oh, that's not a spoon not either. A spoon. Okay. How about Snatch, where the guy's got a, a, a pistol with blanks in it, and the guy says, "What are you gonna do? Deafen them to death?" It's not a spoon. No, that's not the line. It's not in um, Breakup. It's not in Anger Management. It's not in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. It's not in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. It's not in Daredevil. So if you have any kind of guess, Ralph at Stop guessing, people. <laughs> well, there. It was pretty long. So th this line doesn't exist. We've, we've never figured oh, out. Oh, it comes back. Where does it come back from? Um, it comes, oh, God, maybe 2000, probably 2009. And somebody brings it back, and I want to say then it was from SpongeBob, uh, an episode, something in an episode of SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh. No, the way I remember it, they actually found that exact line from the cartoon show Louie from the comic, Maybe was it Louie Anderson? That was right? it. Maybe, yeah. Do you guys remember All that right, cartoon? Guys. We're just adding to the confusion. I, yeah. uh, honestly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next message. <laughs> Hey, quitters. It's Jen and Sunshine from the Quitters Never Give Up podcast. We just, this is for Steve Stoneman. We just finished watching Top Gun Maverick and wanted to give our review. So um, I've got like 45 seconds. Anyway, um, so I'm going to give it a two thumbs up. Cinematography was fantastic. The action scene, 40, the last 40 minutes of the show are the best. Bob was my favorite character. We definitely needed more Bob. Um, but I kind of love Bob. But it kind of lacked in some of the music. Some of the early or older stuff was good. The new music, I have no idea what it was doing. 
and um the beach scene was yeah we needed better music for the beach scene but i definitely suggest give it a watch because it was a good one all right bye quitters so jen loved top gun well uh because bean also reviewed it this past week i believe and he came back and i would his is an accurate one as well it's a good watch but the first whatever hour or so it's got that cheesy and campy kind of thing going and then and you're waiting for the line of you know you're going to be flying a cargo ship full of rubber dog shit out of hong kong they didn't really have any of those you know what i mean you're kind of waiting for those one-liners uh yeah and the music i i mean i don't know why they wouldn't just put playing with the boys back in or you know because it's playing with the boys yeah i don't know and um because they just had the one top gun theme through it they didn't have any of the other kind of music and then Jennifer Conley is one of my favorite actresses. Don't know why she would do a film like this unless she was just bored. And uh, so there's this kind of one scene, you know, where they're trying to figure out and they're talking and whatever. And I'm like sitting here going, it's our time down here from the Goonies. Like it, some of the kind of way the 80s movies were back then, they kind of had that same uh, tempo to it. Um, okay. But the last 40 minutes is a fun watch. So I give it a thumbs up. And um, I have some... Um, clips about that about the old top gun if you guys want to hear it sure here's uh here's the line they chose as the cheesiest from top gun playing football in west canaan may oh, that's have been not it sorry that's <laughs> where is that? that's, that's the next one give me the one before that i know that line give me the one before that you can be my wingman anytime you can be mine yeah that is pretty good yeah <laughs> they're doing Everything but running at each other, slow motion, ready to hug, aren't he they? He sounds like a sloppy party bottom with that line. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? By the, by the time it's all said and done, I'm seeing fluids flying in that room. <laughs> I wouldn't have went with right. that line. I would have went with uh, Need for Speed or something like that. Really? No, as that's cheesy? the only line it's, that I remember from right, that movie. Right, but it's impossible to choose in that. That's true. It's, what it's about embarrassment That's right, Ice, I am dangerous. I mean, it's so there's so much cheese. That's true. There's a lot. Hey, throw throw a dart, you're going to hit a cheese. I'm writing down a band named Sloppy Party Bottom. Is that what I like totally. I just happened to listen to that the other day. And Kevin Smith is always such a great guest <laughs> on Kevin and Bean. We should have him on our show. Do you guys remember Top Gun Day? You know, it's funny, Kevin. I thought that I enjoyed the movie Top Gun at the time. I, I haven't <laughs> seen it maybe since it was in the theater. And I thought, hey, that was a pretty good movie. But now that I've been on TopGunDay.com, now that I've checked out the website and revisited some of the clips from that movie, I realized what a terrible film that is. Yeah, how did anyone like it originally? That's how was it great? How was it Tom? How was it one of Tom Cruise's biggest movies ever? You have to well, put yourself back in the time. Was it eighty one? Let's ask. Uh, let's ask All listener right. Greg. Hey Greg, what, hey. when did the movie Top Gun come out? It came out May sixteenth of nineteen eighty six. Eighty six. Okay, nineteen eighty six. Okay, so twenty three years ago. And is this year two thousand nine the first ever official Top Gun day? Absolutely, you got to call the ball. <laughs> oh, wow. the ball. Is that it's time of, to buzz the tower? Is that one of the lines from the movie? Yeah, it's one of the one of the premiere lines. Ah. Premiere. <laughs> so, so, Greg, um, I mentioned right as we brought you on that revisiting the f- clips, and you've got a bunch of clips up on your website, TopGunDay.com. Uh, it occurred to me that it was not a well acted or written movie. Do you feel the same way, or do you have such nostalgia for that film that you continue to love it? No, absolutely not. I mean, it, it's it's one of those movies that you got to love, or you, you know, you just kind of love to hate it. It's uh, it's, it's not really a very good movie, right? But, okay, so you like it because it's not very good. 
Exactly, but it's one of the best movies ever at the same time. Here's so. what I like about <laughs> Top Gun, though, is that it was it's not very good, but at least when you go back and watch it, it's way worse than you remember. <laughs> it doesn't even hold up a little bit. Yeah, and you got to watch real closely for the editing too, because the editing is actually very, very bad in it. Here's yep. a uh, here's a scene from Top Gun that uh, I'm sure Greg will identify with. You guys really are cowboys. What's your problem, Kazanski? You're everyone's problem. That's because every time you go up in the air, you're unsafe. Talking to Tom Cruise. I don't like you because you're dangerous. That's right. Nice man. <laughs> I am dangerous. Yeah. How did that movie ever get made? <laughs> It's Anyone? The best movie ever. I mean, right. The best line ever in any any movie ever. I mean, seriously, the writing <laughs> But it's so funny. Again, Lisa's so right. You got to put your try to put yourself back into what it was like in 1983. If you were old enough to see that movie back then, I don't remember. Did a lot of people walk out of the theater back then, Greg, saying, "Wow, was that a gay volleyball scene?" Or was it just not viewed <laughs> through the same prism that we look at things now? I have no idea. I was only about 10 when the movie came out. So uh, to me, I think uh, it was just one of those things like, oh, they're all wearing jeans. I never played volleyball in jeans. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. You're flying, Maverick, but I can't say that in there. I was afraid that everyone in that tax trailer would see right through me. And I just don't want anyone to know that I've fallen for you. Yeah, that is, that some, is some really acting. bad acting. Wow. I can't. I didn't remember how horrible that movie was. <laughs> Greg, I don't think there's any reason to suspect that you have not created something that will be that will be lasting. And I mean, like Talk Like a Pirate Day started out in a newspaper article, and then the next year it got a little bit bigger, and the year after a little bit bigger. Now it's on calendars across America, for God's sakes. I don't see any reason why we won't be talking to you next May 13th as well. I'd like to suggest oh. it's a bad idea. I'd like to suggest we not do that. I'd like to suggest this should be stopped right here. No one's listening to you. Mm. I'm suggesting you are absolutely right. Not to, mention, not to mention that music. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I don't think Kenny Loggins even plays that one in concert anymore. All right, Top Gun. Top Gun. I'm buying. I'm buying Top Gun. I love it. The new thriller. I know, right? Kevin was on it. They should have kept it as a new thriller. They should have, yeah. <laughs> My wife has a funny story about uh, Top Gun. When she was a kid, she used to answer the phone, talk to me, Goose. <laughs> so that's the way she would always answer the phone. And what, somebody that was a family friend called and didn't see the movie or understand that it was a quote. And it was like, why is she calling me a goose? You know, especially <laughs> the family spoke a lot of, you know, Spanish-speaking family. So they didn't really understand why she was calling everybody a goose. And it was oh, pretty funny. that's funny. A little bit in trouble. <laughs> that's funny. Congratulate oh. her on that. That was fantastic. Great <laughs> idea. I'm going to do that now. <laughs> I have Bean's take on Top Gun, Maverick. I thought Top Gun was great. Oh, okay, good. I agree with the room. Everyone loves Top okay. Gun. Top, Top Gun, Gun Maverick, great. yeah. It is everything you want in a Top Gun sequel. Is it cheesy in places? Yes, of yes. course it is. It has a lot of throwbacks to the original, and mm -hmm. Tom Cruise is the greatest movie star in the world. He's one of the last great movie stars in the world, as far as I'm concerned. I was really sad to not see it on a lot of people's best movies of 2022 list, but again, sometimes we talk about how critics are a little precious. 
I'm going to be pissed if it doesn't get a bunch of Oscar nominations, and it's the kind of movie the Academy Awards usually ignore, but it deserves it. It's a great movie. Oscar-worthy? I don't know. No. Not at all. I mean, maybe with some of the special effects might get an Oscar. <laughs> the cinematography no. might get an Oscar. But... Maybe that, or maybe the stunt coordination for the flying, because that's yeah. really there. That's all there is in the movie, so that that's it. Yeah. yeah. I still haven't seen it. Me neither. No plan. Oh, good. Me neither. I thought I'd be the only one. I think the best course of action is just to never watch it, so we could always talk about it in a way that we've never watched it. <laughs> well, this may surprise you guys, but I've never seen the original either. What? Wow. I don't remember if I've That's a tough one. I don't yeah. remember if I've seen it either. Honestly, it was way before my time. Lindsay, I understand, but Edwin... 1980s Edwin. Well, it was late 80s. I'm more of an early 80s guy. It was smack dab in the middle. 86. See, yeah, Edwin didn't have 80s. older brothers. See, that was the thing. I had an older brother in high school when the movie came out, so he was all Top Gun, Jacket, Aviators. I mean, that soundtrack, I still think he probably has that cassette worn down to, like, no no ribbon left. It's bad. <laughs> it's clear. It, it, it's bad, dude. <laughs> I, I'm going to watch it one of these days. I'll watch the first one and then watch the new one and then I'll be caught up. Well, just keep, yeah, expect the campy, cheesy shit from the 80s. And that's also kind of a slow movie, the old one, because we happened to watch it, I don't know, a few months ago. And I was bored out of my mind. And so just keep that in mind when you're watching it. New one's not any better. Yeah. There's a lot of things that don't make sense in the movie because they're in a flight school and they're fighting a country that they don't actually say is Russia, but they're flying Russian planes because they don't, they never really, they just always say the enemy. And then they don't, you don't, they don't explain how they get into the fight. They're just like sending students into the fight. It's, it's, it's well, weird. That's the best thing to do in any war. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not really students. So you got to understand that these are the full trained pilots. They're being trained for a specific mission they're they're going back to learn how to do this it's like a top up yeah the best the best yes Yes. it's like it's like going to nasa but the mission doesn't exist until something happens that they quite don't quite explain that they just send them in and well but before that happens one of somebody there's an accident that happens and somebody happens and and they don't ground everybody Spoiler I don't alert. want to. I don't want to spoil it for the for the two people that haven't seen it. Somebody happens. You yeah. can't say something spoiler happens. alert for something that's like forty years old. So <laughs> right. I can't get mad about that. You know, I, I, I well, go ahead and watch it, but it doesn't make any sense when you if you try and like look at it logically. Oh. Well, the funny thing is, over the years, I've heard tons of quotes from all kinds of sources. So I've probably heard half of the the movie just in other things. You're just going to be standing there the whole time with your finger pointing and snapping and whistling. No one's recognizing the quote. Huh? It's going to be like a talking parrot. I'm finally going to get it. I'm like, oh, now I get that joke. <laughs> right. All right, shall we do the roundup? Yeah. Nailed it. You get it, Edwin. You want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast. Round up. Shot through the heart. Thank you. You're too blame. You dick.
right, there wasn't a lot of podcast action this week. All I got is cup of tea and the Ralph report. So let's start off right here with with uh, Ali and her New Year's Eve. Ali had a very rough New Year's Eve. She was dealing with a lot of vertigo, and then she had an allergic reaction. It's like retinol, but it's like the more pharmaceutical version of it, which is supposed to, you know, kind of recreate cells, re-stimulate collagen, but you only use a teeny tiny bit and you let your skin kind of build up to it. But I had said to her, listen, you know how sensitive my skin is. Are you sure my skin's going to be okay? Well, that's why you start so slow. You just build up to it over time. Okay. Bean? Oh, no. I don't know how much slower I could have started. Because (laughs) it looks like a family of ferrets came and (sighs) ate away at my face over time. Just a dab will do you is what I heard. I thought it was dop. A little dop will do you. Is it a dab? I think it's a dab. I don't even know where oh, that comes from. Oh, I thought it was a little doppel to you. Well, maybe maybe they're two different. I don't know. I don't know. No party in New Year's Eve rally. Just a really bad facial cream reaction. Which brings us to our new sponsor, Psycho Mike's new facial cream. All organic, single sourced. Just apply to your face while you're sleeping. Nice. Good night. <laughs> you proud of that one? I am proud of that one. Oh, okay. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Should we explain <laughs> what a little dabble do you means to everybody? It's from Brill Cream. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sour cream, right? That's okay. a dollop of Daisy. A dollop of Daisy. Dollop. Okay. See, so you're mixing things here. Yeah, probably. What are we? Okay. I don't know. I'm. Can, can, it's can an we old land, jingle for Brill Cream. Can we land this dabble, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was hoping you're going to bring that clipping of uh, the Brill Cream jingle. That was awesome. I went with Psycho Mike's facial cream. That that was that was my thing. I, I think it's a it good was, pull. Good pull. That's what she said. <laughs> Since there was no janky town, I'm just going to give you a bunch of Bean and Alley talking about Dave, the King of Mexico. Is there anyone else who every time they see the word Malachi, they have to say Malachi, or is that just me? <laughs> Remember the the Malachi days. I think of this so much. We were doing great news, and it, I think Kevin must have been out, right? If if you, I, I don't because remember. it was Dave. Dave was filling in, and we needed right. an extra great news. So Dave, the King of Mexico, looked it up, and he told this amazing story about this boy named Malachi. And every time he would say the name, I was like, "He means Malachi," right? In my head, and he said Malachi thirty times. Finally, at the end, I went. Dave, any chance the boy in your story is named Malachi? And he goes, no, it's Malachi. And then he spelled it. And I was like, that's Malachi. Oh, it delighted me to no end. And I do that too. I I work with a family that they have a son named Malachi. And the first time I met him, I had to refrain from going Malachi. And every time now, I'm still like, Malachi? Uh, I can't believe you beat us at cornhole. Uh, they, <laughs> I can't. They go in a little bit more on on uh, King of Mexico. Whew. The King of Mexico had a birthday this week. Yeah, he is forty five years old. And are there people that you know in your life that in your mind they will always be a certain age? Because yeah, for me, oh, for Dave, sure. who started as a phone screener yeah. on the Kevin Abid show at He's like 22. 18. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's like 22. Like, how is he oh, a grown-ass man? How is Dave 45 years old? 
I don't get it. That's so He's funny. always he'll always be a kid to be. Yeah. And Malachi as well. Malachi. Bean feels the same way uh, about Dave as Edwin feels about Lindsay. He's always going to be a kid. Young at heart. Anyhow, over at the Ralph Report, every year they have like a they attribute the year to a, a, a god, a deity. 2022 was the year of science. Welcome to the show, kids. It is Tuesday, January 3rd, year 2023. Hi! <laughs> that's, our friend, Hi. that's our friend Wild Man from yesterday. <laughs> Just can't get enough of him. Hi! Uh, All hell, Larry. It is right to give Larry thanks and praise. <laughs> Maybe it'll be the year of Larry. <laughs> Larry. <laughs> I like it. I do, too. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Larry. So a lot of people look confused. Uh, and I, I pulled a clip of Ralph explaining who the wild man Larry is. Rhino Records released their very first album on this day in 1978. It was a wild man Fisher was the artist, a.k.a. Larry Fisher, who was a bit of a local celebrity here in Los Angeles. He was one of those guys who was so bad that people liked him. Yeah. He worked with, like, Frank Zappa a lot. That's what I'm trying to corner. There was a time <laughs> where if you were awful enough, people would think somehow you were cool or avant-garde. Yeah. Or... But a lot of these fuckers were just awful, yeah. and a lot of them were crazy. Mm. And I think wild man Larry Fisher was one of those. Here's one of the tracks off of his album, Wild Mania. My name is Larry, my name is Larry, I have a mother, her name is Mother, hi Mother, hi! That's, uh, <laughs> my name is Larry. I could record an album. If Wildman Fisher could get his own album, <laughs> you certainly could. I don't want any old people complaining about new music when that was the shit they were playing in the 70s. Edwin, do you have any defense for old people? Uh, yeah, we don't know what we're doing. That's very much in the, the same vein that Kevin and Bean would bring on crazy people as guests. I mean, the yeah. Armenian comedian and Doto and Dewan. The Polys. Yeah, the Polys. But they never signed Wing to a, a record deal. You got to remember, that's a certain niche thing where something was so bad it's good. So I guess that kind of music has been around a long time. Going for going more into this, Ralph has decided to pick a Larry every week. This week it was Larry Storch. So they're gonna do they're gonna attribute a Larry every week for the whole oh, year. Larry Storch reference. This is great. Yeah. Fifty-two Larry's. I don't know if there's a fifty-two Larry's. You're killing me, Larry. The cable guy. <laughs> yeah, right. You'll definitely get enough. Yeah. Witless protection. Oh, I can't wait till towards the end of the year when he's scraping the bottom of the barrel. It's just going to be cool. I'm already scraping after Larry the Cable Guy, so this is going to be good. <laughs> uh, and then Bean called in on the Ralph Report. Hey, Ralph. Uh, I'm going to remain unknown for this phone call, but uh, I just had a discovery that I think would be a great sex you topic, and that is I like being called daddy, and I'm I'm not a dad. And I like being called daddy. I don't. I didn't have any dad issues growing up. Like I love my dad, and I'm kind of weirded out by my own turn on. <laughs> and I was wondering if you could go into if there's any academia behind why being called daddy is sexy. Uh, but it's a it's a it's a weird weird new way to throw ropes. So 
we're just we're doing that now. All right. Love you, Mina. Bye. Aye, 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 aye. Once he said daddy, I just kept hearing the I I, I wanna know why. I wanna know why why is it sexy to be called daddy. Before you go on, I've always wondered that too. Don't say daddy, don't say mommy. It's always seemed strange to me. Right. I've never wondered that. I've never thought of it. I've tried to erase it. It depends on the situation. (laughs) Speaking of daddy, Queen J had a uh, Jan Michael Vincent story. Do you remember the Jan Michael Vincent story? Which Jan Michael Vincent story? Okay. Do you have one? Did you bone Jan Michael Vincent? My sister did. What? Okay. What? The first time I ever talked to you was because of Jan Michael Vincent. Wow. So my sister was dating him and they lived together. And he turned out to be a total jerk. He had a big drug problem. Everyone knows. No. Jan Michael Vincent? He right? seemed so sweet. He seemed like a sober cat. He ended up totaling my mom's car. So I had written you when you were at K-Rock saying, like, my sister's, you know, dating him. He's a horrible person. And I gave you a little bit of juicy gossip. Was she dating him, like, at the time at you wrote the, me? Yes. He was a mess by then. He was, right. like, all this is banged when he, up and This stuff. is when he broke his neck. Yeah. And... You wrote back the sweetest thing. You're like, I'm so sorry you're dealing with this. It sounds like your sister has a problem. And you were just so sweet that I I always remembered that. Wow. I'm sorry I don't remember that email. And I certainly don't remember that it was from you. But But, I'm glad to know that we were in contact in our teen years. And that you were, yes. Back then when we were teens, when I was on the radio. And when you want a kid explain who Jan Michael Vincent is to to the young folks. Uh, I can't because I forgot the show he was on. It had like a, a helicopter, I think. I got this from uh, Rick and Morty. Calling all Jan Michael Vincents! Calling all Jan Michael Vincents! In a world where there's eight Jan Michael Vincents. We need one Jan Michael Vincent to quadrant C! We need two Jan Michael Vincents to quadrant E! And 16 quadrants. There's only enough time for a Jan Michael Vincent to make it to a quadrant... He can't be at two quadrants at once. Hey, Rick, who, who is Jan Michael Vincent? Oh, man, I'm trying to remember, Morty. Jan Michael Vincents are used up. No. I need a goddamn Jan Michael Vincent. Is it important that we know who Jan Michael Vincent was in order to get this? Nope. I, I refuse to sign the legislation that allows more than eight Jan Michael Vincents to a precinct. This January, it's time to Michael down your Vincents. Jan Quadrant Vincent 16. Whoa! That's Jan Michaels. Excuse me, nurse. Can you take my temperature? Because I think I have Jan Quadrant Vincent fever over here. <laughs> All right, Morty, you done it. Did that help, Lindsay? Not quite. Okay. No, not quite. Didn't help me either. Okay, so Jan Michael Vincent was a movie star in the 70s. He did a lot of movies, like action movies with like Charles Bronson. I even did one with Steve McQueen. And then he did a TV show in the 80s called Airwolf. And he was Airwolf. Airwolf. There was a time in the 80s where just to have a show, you just needed some kind of technically technologically advanced vehicle of some sort. You know, Knight Rider with a car, Airwolf with a helicopter, Blue Thunder with a helicopter, Street Hawk with a motorcycle. I think there was a night boat on The Simpsons. Uh <laughs> But the big, the the important thing, I guess, is that Jan Michael Vincent had a serious drug and alcohol problem and basically ruined his life and uh, and got into an accident and got into a car accident 
where he broke his neck and couldn't talk anymore. And that was apparently that was Queen Jay's mom's car. Let's have Ralph go into a little bit more. He's no longer with us. I know he passed away a couple years ago, I believe. I didn't think that would ever happen. He was like a cockroach. I mean, he. he, (laughs) It's true. No one, no one abused themselves more than Jan Michael Vincent. Maybe Gary Busey, who also is inexplicably still with us. But back in the day, Jan Michael Vincent was was a gorgeous, a a dreamboat, right? And then he got like Dorian Gray's portrait. He just got like gray and shriveled. He was and, gray and shriveled when when mm. he was involved with the family. He would get, you know, the get-togethers. We'd all be there, and he just had, like, lesions on his arms. Oh, and he was just what? a shadow of... He was like, uh, was it Mr. Smithers on Simpsons? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, just didn't look anything like eh. what he looked like before. Eh. Yeah. Trying to fight people. <laughs> Edwin, uh, are you infuriating? Right I now? am. I was just going to yell. It's Mr. Burns, not Mr. Smithers. Come on, Queen Jake. Excellent. You're better than that. That was the weirdest story to me, and that she was actually related there. But then she called in, she sent an email to Ralph, and Ralph read it, caused a kind of, quite a bit of a scandal with the, her family because he, she gave him in, information on the accident that wasn't released. But uh, it was, I, I don't know, I felt like I should bring in Jan Michael Vincent for Lindsay so she'd know a little bit more about history, important <laughs> American history. Appreciate it. <laughs> I need that jingle, the more you know. and lastly this one's a request from uh, jennifer sunshine uh ralph forgetting Kristen bell's name darcy carden who played janet in the good place she was so goddamn good i never watched the good place you son of a bitch you get out of here right now i never watched it you get the hell out was that good so good i missed it when it was originally on nbc then i went back and binged it It it's fucking brilliant ted danson uh what's the what's the chick's name Kristen uh, Stewart. Dax Shepard's wife. <laughs> Kristen Stewart. Applegate. No, who's married to Dax Shepard? Some lucky woman. Come on. I don't know. Frozen. She was the Frozen girl, too. She's also Frozen. She was the, the sister of the Frozen girl. <laughs> she was the one. Key. Frist- Kristen Bell. Key? Bell. Kristen Bell. Bell. Kristen Bell. <laughs> My God, you people, I'm surrounded by people who won't help me. My God. I'm screaming in my car. How Kristen Bow, Kristen Bow, come on, Dave King of Mexico. Like, how do you Dave was screaming in his car. Right? Yeah. (laughs) I love how Ed, how Eddie Pence followed the Kevin and Bean plan there. Just don't help him. Just just, just give wrong answer after wrong answer. Oh my God! And, but the Queen J playing the part of Lisa May, being nice, letting them know, <laughs> brought back so many memories. It's good to see the shows just be the same over and over again throughout the years. Um, Ralph is turning into Kevin, isn't he? This is <laughs> a little scary. Bit. All right, uh, what are we doing next? The week that was. Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin. No, Edwin. Oh, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> One, two, three. It's a new day. Our feature presentation. It is 2012 here on the Kevin and Bean Show. We are back. These uh, pills you gave me, Kevin, got me all goofy. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm like stoned or something. I can't focus. I really don't know what I'm saying. This was the week that was January two to six, 2012. Let's see how Kevin celebrates the new year. 
And now, now, for your Christmas present, your suspension's been lifted. Please come back to work. Our feature presentation. The holidays were good. It's oh, New Year's. Come on. It's good. Good job. Mike's still again. If you have two and a half weeks to get someplace, you ought to be able to get there. I don't care where you are hey, in the globe. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> really? Really what? Come on. This is what we expect. I'm not disappointed at all. Hi, Kevin. If I was here early, would you guys be excited? No. No, not care. at all. Kevin, he appreciates tradition, so he's late for the new year, just like the last year and the year before and the year before and et cetera. This was interesting. Ralph was talking about the gift that Bean gave him. You know, Bean is a very good gift giver. So he actually gave him a Christmas gift and a birthday gift because they were kind of close together. I got a twofer this year from Bean because he uh, uh, was a little behind on my birthday present as well. So they all came in one box. So I had the Green, green Lantern ring for Christmas, and for my birthday, he got me the coolest thing ever, which I meant to bring into the uh, show today, and I forgot. So I'm going to bring it in tomorrow. Okay. So uh, maybe I'll just bring it in instead of talking about it. And I'll tell you what it is. It's a it's a it's a, a hockey goal light, a Yay! hockey goal light that you can put anywhere and has a remote control, and you hit it, and it goes. That's the, the, the red light goes around as if someone scored a goal. I love that. So I'm going to keep it in the office. When someone says really stupid, I'm going to go. And I'll be like, oh, you you shot the goal. Can into you the add stupid the song net. that they play when the Flyers score? <laughs> I think I'll have to. I'll That'd be do. so great. Yeah. So it was very cool. Thank you, Bean. So he started using that later on in the week where if someone made a mistake and, you know, the, the hockey sound. As a matter of fact, I brought an example of that from the next day from the showbiz beat. Justin Timberlake popped the question and is now engaged to Jessica Biel. Oh, yeah. You know what that is? That is a score, my friends. <laughs> Time <laughs> Score! Yes. Yeah. It's my new hockey light. <laughs> Comes in very handy. A little bit of a reach, but still. Okay, now this is interesting because <laughs> I, wait, I think wait, wait. I got to bring that sound effect and start using it myself. Wait, he was giving Kevin crap for how bad his, his sound drops were. That was pretty bad. That was pretty kind of like that when they would bring in. Remember the Mr. T one was another one? Yeah. And they would play Mr. T clips that were very poor quality. <laughs> Let's go on from the Justin Timberlake story. So he was engaged to Jessica Beale. I like to call this, you know, Kevin and Bean predicts the future. Congratulations to two of them. What's the over-under? Should we do a pool on that? I think it's going to be a while. He seems incredibly grounded and mature Yes, a pop star. And also, he's Justin Timberlake. Yeah, and can yeah. have And there are all the other women in the yeah. world. Yeah, and all all that has to happen is Mila Kunis has to walk by. I'm going to uh, go with three years. I think it'll last three wow, years. Wow, you're, yeah. you're giving them a pretty good shot there. Yeah. I'm saying, uh, let me see, a year and a half until we start hearing the rumors. Then they'll start denying them. They'll say everything's fine. And that's the last straw. Then six months later, after we've never been happier, they'll be divorced. So I, I'm saying two. Two. Yeah. Oh, Bean? man. I say they survived the Kevin and Bean show. I say when they break up, we'll already be off the air. 
That could be tomorrow. Yeah. However long, it, however long that is. No, that's a bogus answer. Lisa, no, that, my answer cop dovetails with that because I'm going to say five years. Five, five years. years. Lisa's going for the long run. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm thinking is they're yeah. going to be on longer than – they're going to stay together longer than we're going to be Give me years. I'm writing down years. <laughs> I, I, all right, I have a houseplant. I have to say right. when the houseplant dies, <laughs> the then I believe six months <laughs> after that is when they it's will actually separate. It's not that hard separate. to guess a number I of think years. Gonna, I think they're going to stay together for a long Let time. Let me look at my sundial. You're out. You're out. Bean's out. <laughs> We're going to do 20 bucks. Bean is out. You're I don't want to put a year on it Let's, because I no, think not. it's a TFN. Let's move on. All right. Okay. Bean could not give a straight answer. So I just wanted to point out, I looked it up to double check this. They're still together. So nice predictions, guys. They're such cynics. Well, and it's interesting because I'm listening. I'm in April 2010. And they were just talking about those two the other day. And Justin Timberlake was making a movie with... Um, Cameron Diaz, bad teacher or something like that. And so there's a bunch of drama around Justin Timberlake and um, Jessica Biel and stuff and kind of breaking up and him making fun of her. And so I can kind of see if there was a bunch of drama leading up to the engagement, why they would think that. Well, and there was this whole cheating scandal with Justin. I'm pretty sure he is a dirty cheater, but it seems that their relationship did survive it. Yeah, well, I wanted to double check. So I did double check. They're still together. Yes. Yes, they are. Were they on a break? They <laughs> might have been on a break when one person didn't know that the break was on. Just like a just one like person Ross break. I also, I do think that this was after the whole cheating thing because they did reference it because it was about the rumors were about Mila Kunis. So, yeah, wasn't well, there a more recent one? No, there's stuff. There was a more recent one where there, she, he was like, well, I'd say it already had happened at once at this on point camera. too. Like it already had been one time. So, yeah. well, as I researched it, it did say that. <laughs> He and uh, Jessica Biel had broken up, and then they got back together. So, who knows what happened before? But they're still together now, and I'm sure they're blissfully. They've been in separate houses. Very rich. This is interesting because there's a Jeremy Renner story in the news now. He had an accident with a snowplow, got run over by his own snowplow, and it's funny. Sometimes this happens. Well, I hear something when I'm listening to an old show, and the same person's in a story. So he got into a fight in a bar in Thailand. This sounds like Mad Libs, but it really happened. Jeremy Renner apparently was attacked in Phuket, Thailand. But in Thailand, you don't just get into a bar fight. You get a bar fight into a, with a guy with a rotor axe. Yeah! Oh, my God. What's a rotor axe? Rotor axe. They got a photo of it here. It looks like the, one of the axes that the executioners used to be used back in the olden times. Oh, it's my God. One of those uh, semicircle axes. It's got a big spear on the end of it. Yes. Just a quick break. This was not a sickle, and there wasn't a neighbor. This is the different story, guys. So he was partying with his buddy, Varasid Isara, who was the general manager of the uh, Siri Panwa Resort, which is a resort hotel and casino there in Thailand. They were all partying at 4.30 a.m. By the way, nothing good has ever happened at 4.30 in the morning. But a lot so of good right. has. Just not, I mean, a lot of good happens. <laughs> it just happened. I'm saying a lot of good happens at 4:30 in the morning. It's just this is. But, but you're responding. You said, you said that to, right. her, to his statement that nothing good could ever happen at 4:30. Right. I'd like to know, but a lot of good happens. Right, I'd like to take it back and do it again. Can I? Sure. Wrong. A lot of good happens at 4:30 in the morning. A classic Kevin moment with, and it's kind of funny re-listening to it over. This thing, it kind of comes back to you as you're listening. I'm like, wait, something happens here. And there's such a great pause when he just totally contradicts Ralph. So 
the next showbiz report, they kind of recap the story a little bit more. Jeremy had minor injuries. I don't know how he got off so easy, but this other dude was... Because uh, he's the Mission Impossible guy, man. He can take oh, care I of himself. Yeah. You know what happens? He ran. <laughs> he's faster than the other guy. That's how it works. Come on, fatty, keep up. <laughs> I heard that nothing but bad things happen at 4.30 in the morning. Is that true, Kevin? <laughs> No, nothing good happens at 4.30 a.m. Oh, I see. Oh, plenty of good things, And do. now, it's time oh for God. a moment with Kevin. decipher this. By the way, nothing good has ever happened at 4.30 in the morning. But That's a lot so of right. good has. Just not, I mean, a lot of good happens. That <laughs> <laughs> just happened. I'm saying a lot of good happens at 4.30 in the morning. It's just this He's is... But, but you're restricted. <laughs> you said, you said that to, right. her, to his statement that said, nothing good. <laughs> that was a moment with Kevin. <laughs> Celebrity birthday, Ted Lang, does that ring a bell to anybody? Isaac. Right, no. he was on the love boat. Oh, okay. The only reason I bring it up, same birthday as Marilyn Manson. So once again, proof that astrology is total effing BS. But on the Marilyn Manson thing, they always would talk about the story of Marilyn Manson and Ralph, and they kind of recapped it. So I brought that in. Marilyn Manson. Oh, yeah. He's 43. Do we have time for the Marilyn Manson story real quick? I don't think we do. I think we do. All right. We were doing then a why did you ask? We were doing a breakfast <laughs> with Marilyn Manson, which we were doing at midnight. And, See, because uh, he's so spooky. He's like, it's the witching hour, man. So we had all the listeners there, and they were behind the curtain there at the... Roxy, was it? Yeah, it was one of those smoke clubs those, yeah. on the strip. Viper Room, yeah. And, oh, Viper Room, right. uh, and Ralph came walking in, and he had a handful of powder. He's about there with Iggy, and who's the other guys in his band? Not Iggy, was it? Yeah, Ziggy. I know who you're talking about. Ziggy, not Ziggy. Yeah, Ziggy Marley, good. Twiggy, Twiggy, Twiggy. yeah, yeah. Had They're a, all hanging, the whole band's back Handful here. of white powder. Ralph walks back, and Marilyn Manson goes, is that a cop? <laughs> is that guy a cop? Do I need to put this away? <laughs> it's probably talcum powder or something. I don't know I'm what, sure I don't know what he sure had was. spread out on the table there. <laughs> but, they took one look at me, and they they had this panic. Instantly. He had this panic look in his one non-contact eye. <laughs> Maybe he'd seen your work on NYPD Blue. That's what I'm thinking. The he probably PPD. flashed on Officer Groove, yeah. and just, it was association. That was, that was awesome. bad. Yeah, they talked about that for years and years. That's that's what happened with the Marilyn Manson Ralph story. Here's another thing that it came around. This is one an old show I'm listening to. It turns out that back in 2012, Kanye was nuts. So let's just see what he was doing back then. Kanye West has lost his mind. Yes, he has. Uh, last night, I stopped following his Twitter account because he stopped tweeting. Well, uh, he's back. he did a three-hour Twitter tirade last night. That's what? what I hear. As they say in the hood, he went all bean. Oh, is that, that what they say in the hood? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Three hours of tweets ranging on a variety of subjects from his uh, new line of Nike sneakers that he's creating. Okay. To designing the MTV Video Music Awards. Is he doing that? No. No. Just his ideas? <laughs> Just talking yeah. about it. Okay. Starting up a summer school with director Spike Jones. <laughs> okay. And more importantly, most importantly, I would have to say, uh, being the creative director for the Jetsons movie. What he's doing? Nope. Nope. He's not, <laughs> he's not doing no, that. He's either. not doing that. What's happening? He's insane. He has dreams, Kevin. He that's what's dreams. happening. He has dreams. Woke up in 2012 and he said, I need to start making a difference. What happened was he just went on this chair where he was tweeting like crazy. And it was just nut stuff that he was going to do the Jetsons movie and release a sneaker crazy stuff he did like three of those things though i was i was counting them off he he started a school he actually did do the mtv awards partly and he did do a shoe just not with nike so if he kind of came through i'm shocked 
This was very interesting, though. I liked Ralph's idea for Conway and Bean to team up. Twitter is good just so that we know when celebrities go off the rails. Yeah, yeah. now we know. He wants people to start writing him with good ideas of things he should do. <laughs> Bean, that's a marriage made in heaven between you two. You should recategorize all the CDs in the record store. You can give him all these good ideas of things that bother you that he can get done. Thoughts. I know you do. Oh, God, I wish that happened. Bean and Kanye teaming up. I don't even know if I should play this. I'm going to play this clip just to bug everybody. We're going to get so much hate mail. What? Listen to this. So we put in a call to the Kevin Bean Hip Hop Department. We don't talk to them very often, i got to be honest. And our friend Jensen Karp is on the phone. Jensen, we've talked to before, is the owner of the Gallery 1988 on Melrose, which is a fantastic art gallery. But he also has a very extensive background in hip hop. Jensen, welcome to the Kevin Bean Show, man. How are you? Hey, guys. Good morning, guys. Hi. Uh, you were, uh, if I remember correctly, as a as a kid, you had a major label record deal as a white rapper, right? I, I did. It, the thing is, is, is I'm sort of the explanation of what the pioneers of hip-hop didn't want, speaking for hip-hop. I'm, I'm a Jewish kid from Calabasas, California. Yeah. Uh, I got a record deal off a, off a radio contest here in L.A., actually, at an urban station, uh, like a million-dollar deal at Interscope as a kid. And since then, I sort of realized, don't want rappers that look like accountants you know, like uh, going around. So I, I got an art gallery with that money, and, and now I just watch hip-hop as sort of the most progressive watcher ever. I analyze it to a point that most people shouldn't be doing it. There you go. I have no idea if this is staying on the show. Doubtful. Uh, so Jensen came out, and he cra- he recapped the whole uh, Kanye thing from his point of view. Uh, let's go. Weird Al came on the show. This was really cool. Friday, he came on, talked to Bean and everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, greatest human ever, Weird Al, joining us back on the Kevin Bean Show for the first time in 2012. Hey, Al, happy New Year to you. Same to you. I, uh, I, de- I, I said earlier today we're going to debut our new feature, Weird Al is Better Than You, and this is exhibit number one. Al, you have had quite a week, my friend. You're down there in Hawaii celebrating the holidays with your family, and you were involved in a charity event, as I understand it, at one of the popular uh, resort nightclubs down there. Is that right? That's correct. Well, let me ask you a, a question. Now, did, did you happen to sing on stage with Steven Tyler and Alice Cooper at a benefit concert in Maui on New Year's Eve? Wait, let me think. Hold on. Um... No, I didn't. <laughs> well, it really pains me to say this, but all evidence would indicate that I am, in fact, better than you. Oh, there's no yes, question. there you go. There's no question about that. As this goes on, it's interesting how many people were at this uh, benefit. It was weird to see what big news it was. I mean, people really picked up on the story. I saw it on CNN, for God's sake. Yeah, a lot of people were saying, like, you know, this is a better show than uh, what they had in Times Square. Why didn't you guys? Clint Eastwood was there as well. He was going to get up on stage. He was going to get up on stage and do all, all anxiety, and then for whatever reason, he decided not to. But uh, as, as I walked off stage, he smiled and gave me a big handshake. And I just remember thinking, my dreams aren't this good. This is just crazy. <laughs> Clint Eastwood was there. And by the way, we haven't even mentioned this. Was it Michael McDonald from the Doobie Brothers also in the room? Yeah, Mike Myers was there. In fact, he jumps up on stage. You can see that in the YouTube clip as well. This is ridiculous. What's this is happening? Insane. What is happening? It was Unbelievable. As I heard this, I thought, this was the Weird Al movie we saw on Roku. He just put a bunch of crazy celebrity lookalikes in. But that's actually what happened to Weird Al's life. Interesting benefit concert that he went to. Oh, and the other thing I thought is we need a Weird Al's Rockin' New Year's Eve. I don't know why that's never happened. Come on, guys. He could do the countdown right for one thing. (laughs) Exactly. Last up, this was the last showbiz beat. Very funny. We love it when it goes off the rails. 
Today's celebrity birthdays, Arctic Monkey singer, guitarist Alex Turner is 26 years old today. These uh, pills you gave me, Kevin, got me all goofy. <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> I'm, I'm like I'm like stoned or something. I can't focus. I really don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what they were. Cool. <laughs> Does that bother you? I found them in a subway toilet. Does that mind, mind you at all? This is what's awesome about Kevin, though, is he'll pull pills out of his pocket. And he'll be like, I have no idea what this is, but take one. Yeah. I was feeling poorly, and now okay, I right. still feel poorly, but I don't care as much. That's the only okay. really solution you've given well, me. Well, it helps. I'm aware of how poorly I feel, and yet at the same time, I can't really give a rat's ass. I'm having a hard time holding on to my paperwork here. I'm one thing at a time. Uh, now you know why I am the way I am, <laughs> Yes, Ralph. I do. And now I know why you are the way you are, too. Right, yeah. that too. <laughs> Arctic Monkey singer-guitarist Alex Turner is 26 years yes, old today. Yes, you mentioned that. Did I? Yes. <laughs> I need to go home and lay down. Uh, Danny Pintaro of uh, Who's the Boss is 36 years old today. Julie Chen. She's the host of Big Brother and the talk. She's twice, right? She's 42 wow, years old today. Uh, movie director John Singleton's 44 years old. Former NFLer and now current football analyst on television. Howie Long is 52. Rowan Atkinson, British actor and comedian's 57. And Malcolm Young of the band ACDC. He's the guitarist for that band. He is 59 years old. I'm Ralph Garman, and I walk the show this week. Lisa, now we're working with two Kevins. How's this going to go? This is a very, very wow. simple thing. Well. I'm glad I only took one of them. Here, take two. No, one's good, Kevin. Thanks. Don't bogart that joint. Well, it's the first week back in uh, 2012, and they're on fire. <laughs> Give me all the drugs. <laughs> he did. Who takes an unmarked pill from Kevin, by the way? That's on Ralph. That's on you. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm in. That's a ride. <laughs> Well, Kevin would have the best drugs, that's for sure. So that was the first week of 2012. Back to you guys. All right. Lindsay, say bye to everybody. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Uh, this is Quitters Never Give Up, the fan <laughs> podcast revolving around the <laughs> creative universe. Uh, follow us on all of our socials, which by now you should know. Leave us a message. And... See you in the funny papers. Bye. Hey, Daddy. Hey, Daddy. Hey, Daddy. Cut out the jibber-jabber. Don't be babbling like a fool. Say what you got to say. That's all. Then shut your dang pie hole. Good day, Smithers Willie Styles. Kanye West has lost his mind.